Hey everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Mom to Mom. I am your host, Nisha Hopkins. Let's Talk Mom to Mom is candid conversation for fearless moms in business to discuss, learn, and share their struggles and successes of being a mompreneur. Each episode, I'll have the opportunity to chat with other moms about their real life struggles and the things they've conquered, and some may still be working through within life and in business. This platform is to help, assist, and guide you through your journey of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of 2019 of the Let's Talk Mom to Mom podcast. I wanted to just start off and let you guys know that I truly, truly appreciate all of the love, all of the support, the words of encouragement that I've been receiving. If you have been a guest on the podcast, I truly love and appreciate each and every one of you guys for just trusting and believing in my journey. Um, This has truly, truly been something that has been in the making for at least two years. And I'm being completely honest, I've ran away from the idea of a podcast, but it's like no matter what, I'm drawn back to it. So once I released in September, uh, this past September, if you notice, I was only releasing two episodes per month because I wanted to just do a trial run just to see if it's something that you guys receive. And because of the feedback that I've been receiving, because of the reviews, because of the messages, the emails, which I truly, truly appreciate, I am so excited to announce that 2020, well, actually starting this week, you can look forward to a new episode of the Let's Talk Mom to Mom podcast each and every week. Yes, I am really, really excited about that. I have an amazing lineup of moms that I've been interviewing that'll be sharing their story, sharing some tips for you guys on the podcast. So if you have not subscribed, be sure to do so. Share this out with your mom friends and let them know that they need to subscribe because you do not want them to miss out. And then have them to have their friends subscribe (laughs) to the podcast as well. So this week we are actually talking about turning 2019 lessons into 2020 blessings. So 2019 has honestly been one of the toughest years of my entire life. And I'll just be completely honest with you guys. Like, I really, really felt like there was a time where I was just taking loss after loss and they were happening just really, really back to back. And many of you may not know, I suffer from extreme hair loss. And when I say my stress level show from the amount of hair that was coming off my scalp, Like, I really, really can't make this up. My faith was really, really tested. And I just really wanted to give up so many times this year. And just to give you a little bit of background about some of the things that has impacted me in 2019, first and foremost, I started this year off working for a company that I kind of knew my time was up with working with them. I knew that I shouldn't be there any longer. Like I knew that I should have been giving them my pink slip, but I was very, very comfortable and it was really, really easy money. So I stayed. And when I stayed, I prayed about it and I was just like, God, just give me a sign if I need to leave. And so what ended up happening is I had my review. Everything was well. They was letting me know, you know, how amazing everything was going. And literally, this was on a Friday, literally Tuesday when we went back, they had us to begin training. They let us know that they were expanding globally and we ended up training 
new employees that were located in the Philippines to do exactly what it was that we were doing. And again, I was very comfortable with my position. So I had no problem with, with, you know, with doing it. And they were done training, I would say two weeks and they needed us, you know, to just be, you know, hold them accountable, just to hold their hand and really, really help them through the first, I would say two weeks. And then after that, we had a meeting, another meeting, And they were just letting us know, again, that they were deciding to expand globally and they no longer were, they no longer uh, were going to work with their Chicago office. So all of us ended up getting laid off and we had basically just trained our replacements. And at the time when it happened, although I didn't realize that this was the sign that I prayed for, like, let me know if I need to take this leap of faith, but more so I was just stuck in a moment of, oh my goodness, like I'm not where I feel that I need to be. Like, what am I going to do? I began just really, really panicking. I began to get overwhelmed and I just, I really was just in a state of shock, honestly. And so when that happened, I was just like, okay, I still didn't realize like this was the same thing that I prayed about. I just began like, okay, what am I going to do right now? What am I going to do at this very moment? So literally right after this happened with my job, you know, I was home majority of the time and I started realizing that things had just started to go bad in my apartment. Now, again, the, I would just say like maybe six months beforehand, I had just got a sign that I needed to move. Like it's time to move. And I say this because my block that I was staying on at the time, it was a very neutral block. And if you know, if you're, if you live in Chicago, you know exactly what I mean. Um, basically there are good areas and there are bad areas. And there are some areas where it's not really good and it's not really bad. And I like to say that's the kind of block that I lived on for the past, I would just say four years, because it it consists of a lot of working people. But then you had some, you know, people who would come visit their families and kind of keep things up. And it was just, it was a busy block at times, but sometimes it was a very quiet block. And something occurred one morning where my neighbor was in an altercation and he ended up being gunned down literally next door. And that's something that really, really affected my daughter. And she's only eight. At the time, I believe she was seven. And I, at that time, I knew I, I have to move. I have to move. I have to move. But yet and still, I felt like, okay, well, this is not the time to move, especially when you just lost, you know, a chunk of income. And so I decided to stay. And then just out the blue, the plumbing started going really, really bad in my apartment to the fact that I was forced, (laughs) I was honestly forced to move from my place just when within a matter of weeks. And so I I don't want to say that I went into a state of depression, but I went into a state where my anxiety was honestly through the roof and I just could not understand why I was going through these things so suddenly back to back to back. Like I really honestly felt like my entire world was falling apart before me. And then it was so many other things that were going on around me that I just could not seem to focus and get a clear head to kind of see what I needed to learn from each of these things that was going on within my life. Now, something else that I actually went through and which I really kind of want to focus on is 
people kind of testing my gangster within, <laughs> within this entrepreneur world and, and kind of testing, you know, my ability to be a, a professional mompreneur. And I say this because many of you may or may not know, um, this past year and well, this year, actually, we had our very first retreat in Montego Bay, Jamaica, and there were 15 of us from all over the U.S. And we went there for four days and we had a blast. We literally started out with 30 moms and that number was cut in half by the time we reached the resort in Jamaica. There were literally, um, there was a mom that actually, you know, was letting us know that she was at the airport. However, she never showed up. So, Although everything really honestly worked out because we were able to really just make genuine connections and I'm just proud to say those connections are still going on like they still are very supportive of me and of each other. So I'm beyond grateful of everything that occurred in Jamaica. However, the road to getting there was not pretty at all. I literally had people that were talking down on my reputation. You know, they didn't really like some of the rules and stipulations of the trip. So they kind of bagged out. Like I had people that were calling PayPal, stating that they pay for a service and product and didn't receive it because they no longer wanted to attend the trip, which if you've done business with PayPal, you know that they're going to do an investigation, but they're going to pull the funds first. And so these things were kind of happening. And I was frustrated as ever. I just could not understand why I kept hitting a a brick wall. Like it was to the point where the day before Jamaica, I had typed up an email to send out to everyone that was going to cancel this retreat. However, the way God moves, I knew that I was supposed to be there. So as I was packing, I I was still in the process of typing this email. I was still like, look, I'm just going to have them to go. I'm just going to let this go. They can just go and have a good time. This is something I can't deal with. This is frustrating. This is overwhelming. I got to figure all of this out with my personal life. So this, this stuff comes second. Now, I can honestly say that Talking to mompreneurs and talking to moms who want to start a business and just overall talking to moms, a lot of times simple things happen and you want to throw in a towel. And I honestly know that I wanted to throw in a towel right along with how everyone else may have been feeling. I wanted to throw in a towel a long time ago, but it was to the point where I felt like I just needed to take a step back and really, really take a mental break. And in the process of that mental break, I began losing business associates. I began receiving, you know, emails from people that, well, this person said this and this person said that. Like, I honestly felt like I was in third grade again. (laughs) But my purpose of telling you all of these things is not to really scare you away from entrepreneurship, is not to make you, you know, feel guarded, but to let you know and understand that things happen. But it's up to you to really realize what is the blessing and and even what is the lesson that you need to learn behind these, you know, whether you want to call it a disaster, whether you want to call it a blessing in disguise, like what do you have to take from it? And each one of the situations that I just talked about, I truly, truly feel that there was something that I needed to learn in that situation. So I knew that although I was taking that mental break, that I had to put my big girl pants on, tighten my bootstraps, and keep it moving. 
And notice I said, and keep it moving and not kept it moving because it's honestly something that is in present tense because I'm still keeping it moving. Like I'm still picking up the pieces. I am still a hot mess making it happen. I am still making it happen. So I don't, again, I don't want anyone to get discouraged or anyone to feel like no news is good news when it comes to this entrepreneurial lifestyle. I'm just being completely honest and as transparent as I can possibly be with you guys when it comes from some of the lessons from 2019 and why I felt like this year tested me, you know, in, in multiple ways. So the lessons and the trials and the tests of faith that I've been going through this year, I learned quickly that there were a lot of hidden gems behind it. Uh, we often get lost in our current circumstances or just thinking about everything that went wrong and everything that can go wrong and just the downside of things that we rarely ever get to focus on what's going right, especially if you are going through stuff that, you know, is, is threatening your finances, threatening your peace, threatening your children. You are quick to jump into defense mode as a mom instead of really, really taking a step back and just doing an out-of-body look on what you need to learn within that situation that you're going through. So I want to tell you about three hidden blessings within my lessons, but I also want to share with you three things that you need to do to prepare you, uh, for your 2020 blessings. So with, so with the three hidden blessings that I learned within my lessons that I've been through within this year, I want to start off with letting you know, number one, you got to be okay with letting go. And... It's not only letting go of people, but just letting go of things, letting go of places. When your time is up and you know your time is up, you got to let it go. When relationships start to flop, when relationships start to go bad, when you start getting bad vibes, you have to really, really eliminate yourself. And a lot of times we look at like, oh, this person has been around from day one or this person has been through different situations. Well, maybe their season is now up. I had to learn that it was okay with letting go. There were a few situations that I've lost people and I just did not understand. Like, you know, I've shared some of, you know, my strongest and weakest moments with people, but yet they're no longer in my life. And coming to terms with, with letting go has opened doors for people who are genuine, people who can really take you to the next level, take your family, take your business, take your household to the next level. Sometimes people are just not meant to go into 2020 with you. And it's up to you to really, really determine and be determine who that is, who's supposed to go and who is meant to be left behind because everybody is not supposed to go. Just because people are saying they pray for you, they probably also be out here praying against you. So I'm just one of those people. I'm going to keep it honest. I don't want everybody praying over me and my business because what I'm praying for and what I'm desiring and what I may want may be different than what you're praying for. You may be praying for my downfall. And that's just something that... I'm not okay with, and you shouldn't be okay with it either. So you really, really have to protect your peace, protect your space and protect your business and be okay with letting go of people, be okay with letting go of places. Even if somewhere that you've been for 10, 20 years, maybe you're, you holding on to that person or you holding on to that place can be the reason that you're not seeing a level of success that you've been working for or that you desire because there's no room for anything new. So drop the old and embrace the new. 
So the second thing, as I kind of briefly stated, but you have to protect your business as you would protect your peace. Now, a lot of times when you are starting a business as a mom, you are doing it strictly for your children. You want to provide a better lifestyle for yourself and you ultimately want to provide your children with the necessary things that you may not have had or for generational wealth or to break generational curses. But it's really, really hard to do so simply because you got the wrong people and the wrong things. You see, I just go back to what I just said. Like, Everybody that's praying for you, they may not be praying the same thing that you are praying for your business. So again, it is up to you to protect your business. Your business is ultimately your baby. You are raising your business just as you are are raising your children. This is something that you are passionate about. This is something that you've invested time, blood, sweat, tears, money. So why wouldn't you protect it? Why are you letting anyone have access to your business? Everybody not out here to see you win. And again, it's up to you to really, really determine who is meant to go in 2020 with you and who's meant to be left behind in 2019. And the same way that you are protecting your personal space, you have to protect your business. You have to protect your vision. You have to protect your passion. These are things that you want to happen. Everybody don't want the same thing that you want. So it's up to you to really, really be able to separate who's really for your business and who's meant to be kept at a distance. What I've learned is that in this entrepreneurial business, you may find yourself working with people or hiring people to assist with business tasks. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be a part of your team. That doesn't necessarily mean that these are people who need to hold close connections and you need to call and tell them everything that's happening in your business plan. These are just strictly people that you are going to associate with for specific tasks or specific projects. So really, really learn to protect your business. And that's something that I had to do. I was really trying to, you know, create different relationships with, you know, some of the people who were going to the retreat. I just wanted to see the good in everybody. And unfortunately, it caused me to kind of get bite. It caused me to kind of get, you know, bit in the behind because I was so open to kind of let everybody into what I, what I was doing. And that's not okay. Because I work really, really hard for everything that I'm doing, as I expect you to do the same, especially if you are looking to one day have, you know, a million dollar brand or a million dollar business or someday you're looking to be a Fortune 500 company within your business. So you got to start protecting your business just as you would protect your peace. And so number three, I want you to listen to me loud and clear. I had to tell myself this over and over and over again, and that is your current circumstances doesn't define you. What I mean by this is what you are going through, what may be happening within your current life, what what you may be dealing with, that does not define you as a businesswoman. It does not define you as, you know, a mom, it does not make you a bad mom because you're unable to do certain things or if you're unable to hire certain people to take tasks off of your hands, like just because you are going through it, all that means is this is an opportunity for you to grow through. It's adding to your testimony. Something that I really, really told myself this year is 
like my faith, first and foremost, before I let you know, let you know what I'm about to say, like my faith has really, really increased. And I really, really needed to look at every situation that I've been through, every single situation. And I want you to do the same because it's not one situation that I don't I don't really know your spiritual beliefs and I don't want to put mine on you. Um, whatever you believe in is what you believe in. Me, myself, I believe in God. And I really needed to realize that no matter what situation that I had been in within the past year, that he has never, within my life, he has never left me. He's always found a way. He's always made a way and made a way. So what I found myself doing was constantly seeking God for direction, for clarification. So sometimes that's what you have to do. You have to really, really just take a step back because what you may be trying to do is it may be the same thing that God is trying to protect you from. First and foremost. So again, I'll go through the three hidden blessings that I had to kind of learn and take away from my lessons. And it was number one, I had to be okay with letting go. Number two, I needed to start protecting my business as I protect my peace. And number three, I learned that my current circumstances did not define me. Just because you are going through it right now does not mean it's something that you are going to go through in a week from now, a year and now, you know, five years from now. Like it does not mean that. And when I say since I've let go and I've took the opportunity to kind of scale back and and reflect, I've realized like, oh, my goodness, I went through this because I needed to land another contract. I went through this because I needed to be connected with these people. And the things that I've lost, the relationships that I've lost have nothing, nothing, nothing. They are nothing compared to the things that I've gained. So I am extremely blessed to just say that. So just evaluate, evaluate your your life, evaluate your year, and just look at the times that God have left you in those situations. And I guarantee you, you can't say he's left you in those situations. He's left you down and down. Most of the time you are just in your own head because I'm always in my head. I'm always overthinking. So those are just some things to think about and just reflect on your 2019 as well. But before I go, I do want to just leave you with three things you need to do to prepare your business for 2020. So number one is extremely important. And I really, really like literally we have two days left of the year. So if you have not started to just declutter your life, remove old things from your household, emails that you, you know, have no desire to use or no desire for friends off social media, oh, old things like that may be on your desk. Like just start getting rid of clutter. Just start getting rid of things that you are just holding on to that has no value with where you see go like where you see yourself going. Like we hold on to things. Oh my goodness. We hold on to things. We hold on to emails. We just hold on to stuff. And I really, 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 really want you guys to just declutter your life, declutter every area. Now, although we only have two days left of the year, well, one day, tomorrow is the 31st, work on this throughout the next week or so, because this is something that is extremely important so that you can just begin to make rooms for, make room for your blessings, make rooms for everything that you've prayed for throughout the year that's still coming but you have to let go and you have to declutter your entire life. 
if you need to make it a household thing and how your kids start decluttering as well, their space matters too, because <laughs> if their space is junky and clutter and things are everywhere, you're going to take on that responsibility to get it done. So this can be a way for you to just spend time with, spend time with your children and just have them to declutter as well. Number two is start living with intention. Start setting a new standard and just show appreciation to yourself, show appreciation to others, and hold yourself accountable. Speak up if you make an error or a mistake or if you are in the wrong. Like, don't be afraid to say, hey, sus, hey, bro, hey, daughter, hey, son, hey, aunt, hey, uncle, whoever you're wrong with. Like, let them know you're wrong. Admit your wrongs. Admit your faults. Like, live your truth, but do it intentionally. If you have goals or if you have resolutions or whatever you are trying to follow to just create a better 2020 or make 2020 your best year or make it better than 2019, the, the best way to do it is to start living with intention. Start doing things differently. Just because you accepted things, you know, in 2019 does not mean you have to accept those same things in 2020. Set new standards and set them based upon the things that you desire to have within this next year or so. Um, number three is instead of setting goals, what I start doing is I start setting action plans. And basically, we can set a goal. That's easy. You can say, you can set a financial goal of, oh, I want to make, you know, $100,000 this year. I want to make a million dollars this year, or I want to start a business this year, or I want to travel the world this year. But what actions are you starting based on your life right now, based on everything right now? What are the action steps that you can take to make this happen? What's the due date? What do you need to do today? What do you need to do over the next two weeks? What do you need to do over the next 30 days? So every goal that you have, start setting action plans or just start with action plans. And once you start taking actions, you'll start seeing things differently within your life, within your business, within your household. And I know I said three, but I have one more thing that I want to share. And a lot of people may not agree but start being quiet. Now, we are in a social media era where every single thing that you think, every single thing that you want, need, or desire, you put it on social media. When you are building a business, you need to be present on social media. However, it's a lot of times where you are thinking about specific goals and you are thinking about things that you want to accomplish and you put it out there to social media and then two days, three days later, what do you see? You see somebody doing the exact same thing that you said you wanted to do. And now you are discouraged. Now you are sitting in the corner not wanting to do it because you feel like everybody is doing what it is that you want to do. So learn how to keep quiet. Work silently in 2020. Only provide results. Put out there when the product is finished or the service is finished and you are just promoting Learn how to show behind the scenes without showing every single thing that you are working on. Work silently and let your success make all of the noise. So that is all that I have for you guys for our final episode of 2019. I truly, again, appreciate each and every one of you guys. I am wishing you all a safe and happy new year. And I will talk to you all next week. Goodbye.